You are listening to KC Sports Network, proudly presented by Emprise Bank. Coming up, the latest episode of Currently. What's happening, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Currently on No Other Pod. Uh, it's uh, it's your, your Deal Talk boys uh, back for another episode. Uh, Daniel Kuzer here and uh, my good buddy Chris Wright, my, my, my chemistry amigo. What's going on, buddy? Nothing much, man. Uh, you're way too peppy th- th- this morning. You got, you got some pep and I love it. I need it. I'm a morning guy, man. I'm a morning guy. Uh, I am not and I need it. So send it my way and we should be good to go. Listen, I love a good uh, I love a good morning office meeting. All right, I love it. I'm I'm pepped up. I've worked out. I I you know I'm ready to go. I've been fasting, you know, shit like that. And then you do afternoon meetings, and I will yawn 27 times in an hour. I am not lying. I will count that shit, and because I'll be like stifling it. And when you stifle a yawn, your need to yawn just grows. And I just because I don't want to show people I'm yawning. I don't want to be like, yeah, you're boring me. So I'm just like this. My eyes will start watering. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so office people, stop having afternoon meetings. We don't like it. I'm the opposite. Like, do you like it? Yeah. Early in the morning, man. Just leave me alone. Let me let me get settled. I need to be settled. But I'm like a true nighttime exercise guy. <laughs> this is true. Doesn't get his morning calisthenics in. Waits till the evening. Oh, true story. I don't know if you, you want to tell it, but when you lived in Chicago, I visited because I was going to Iceland the next morning, right? And like I can't, you know, I visited. You you sheltered me for a day. We hung out. Sheltered and you. You sheltered me for a day. Uh, studio with, apartment. In your studio apartment in Chicago. And you guys had a, a, a workout early in the morning, and you guys were afraid you're going to wake me up. I slept through the whole damn thing and had no clue you even were. I didn't even know you worked out. No nope. Yeah. You're kind of a demon because uh, we had adjustable dumbbells, so when you're done doing a set, you got to go adjust the weight. It's like clank, 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 clank. And, and I, we're just being, sh- we're being so quiet because our, our sweet baby Chris is over there. <laughs> Sleeping on an air mattress, being all cute, and and then you wake up and you were like, "You guys were out already," and we're like, "What the? F-? Yes, we were so loud." <laughs> Good time, Good time. Hey, uh, dude, we it is game week. We get to we get the preview actual soccer. Uh, World Cups coming to an end as well. Um, we got some injury updates. Potentially a shorter episode today. Uh, but that's that's good. We're getting back into the swing of things, man, because there's not many NWSL league games left. So I, I, I'm excited to get those going, and I'm also sad I have to miss the game this Friday. Uh, are you going to be out there? Yeah. You're missing the game? I got to miss the game, yeah. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, yeah. Bro. I'll, I'll be there. Got a, got an improv comedy show. So okay. another, one of, another one of those where our last one of the season – I, t- I tell I tell listeners to come, but you fucked up. It's sold out. <laughs> come next time. Uh, anywho, man, uh, Challenge Cup brackets out. That's a big deal. We, uh, if you guys forgot, we're in the semifinals. Uh, we are hosting the semifinal game. Could potentially host the final if things, you know, you kind of want to root for Louisville, right, to beat OL Reign. 
Yeah. But uh, in the meantime, we are hosting. Um, wow, I'm my blanket here. North Carolina, Gotham, North Carolina. North, North Carolina. Carolina. Okay. So that's fun. I mean, I, I, I'm, I, if, if, if we go, if the final was in Seattle, you want to take a little flight? You want to go out there? You know, if it was not three days after, I would be interested. Yeah. Um, that, a little short notice. Where's your spontaneity? We that we did it for DC. Remember that? That that is true. We, that yeah. is true. Um, you so you're putting Challenge Cup down the pedestal. You're like, I won't do it for that, but I'll gladly go watch us get our asses kicked by Portland. <laughs> now, let me ask you a question: Would you have rather played Gotham or North Carolina? Like, mm. well, it's I, I roll it now, right? I mean, Gotham's kind of crushing it, right? But North Carolina's been pretty good. We've beat them both. Uh, North Carolina's also beat us. So I, I don't know. Tough question. Yeah. You know, I'm just happy we get to host a game. Like, there is a point when we didn't think we had a chance, like, right? We were that last team in, the very last team who was going to make it. We thought we had to, you know, travel somewhere. Some th- weird things shook out. You know, we had a chance to to win the league early, or win, sorry, win the division early. Yeah, uh, that was a missed opportunity. But you know what? We went in, we beat Racing. It was beautiful. We get to host a, a cup game, which really kind of helps to make up for you know how the season has shook out for the regular season, right? We'll talk about that. But you know, with the Challenge Cup, it gives us something extra to really, you know, really shoot for. It's just uh, it's it's exciting, man. It makes it makes a, a game more meaningful. Because it's a knockout game, right? Yep. Uh, now that game will be coming. It's a little ways away. September sixth. Yep. With the final on September 9th at like eleven a.m., which is awesome. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of those early games, man. You get out there, you know, it doesn't take up your whole evening. You know, you can. This is you home. You have your you have your evening available. Good stuff. I just don't like how, like, in my opinion, it should be prime time. Like a championship of this caliber. Should be prime time. It should, you know, it is on CBS, by the way, but it should be as a, a prime slot. Now, you know, I know, I don't know how difficult it was to get that scheduled and, in, in, you know, would be to get it scheduled on a, a prime slot, uh, prime time slot, but I don't know. I just hope we make it, man. I just want this team to play for something meaningful and uh, win some money. Yeah. When I don't want to count, I don't want to count chickens before they're hatching, of course, because, uh, you know, you do got to win that semifinal game before you go on to potentially host the final. So uh, that's my Miami week too, man. We're heading heading to Miami that weekend. So I'm like, mm, I don't know if flights can be mixed around if we do host a final or whatever, but I'll do my best to figure it out. So we'll see what happens. Uh, as, a, as usual, guys, if you've yet to leave a five-star rating and review, please go do it. Um, helps us get noticed. Uh, a lot of people say nice things about us online. Christian Gumminger's kind of uh, biased, but uh, he says nice things about us. Uh, wow, are we moving right into it, dude? Are we? Are you ready for this? Chartergate. <laughs> you have you heard about this? I I have, man. It, it's lit the soccer world on fire the last day or two. Uh, on fire. Uh, basically, this tells me. Hold on, misconduct is bad in organizations, but don't you dare take a charter flight. Don't you dare. You know, they got fined a lot of money for booking a charter flight, Casey Current did, 
uh, because they couldn't find any direct flights at the time. So they did a charter. And NWSL was like, shame. <laughs> well, it, it pisses me off on so many levels. So first of all, 55 grand over the use of a charter flight in early July. This, I believe, was the last leg of, of, of their away games when there was no flights available. You'd have to do multiple layovers. Like it, 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 it had had a string of away games at that yeah. time. It just pisses me off because how can you talk about player safety? How can you talk about player safety when you are willing to put players through this to, to play a game? And when there is an easy, an easy solution that would not come with the cost of them or any other entity but the Kansas City current. It was an easy solution and they're being fined for it. And it just it it makes the league look bad. It make how are you supposed to attract talent from all over the world when you know, we charter a flight and they're like, no, can't do that. You're going to be voted. You better, you better get that Southwest uh, A boarding group. You're done. <laughs> uh, here, here's where I stand. Uh, rules are rules. The, these were policies. They, you have to follow them. There's no wiggle room. Like, you have to do it. Cool. I'm fine with that. But the amount of the fine, the fact that it was greater than the one that the league issued to O.L. Reign and Gotham FC as part of that corrective and, and punitive actions following the, the investigative report into misconduct across the whole league. This fine was greater. You have now said, whoo, you have now said what's worse. You have now shown your hand that that you misconduct's bad, but you want to take a charter flight? Nah, nah, you're done. <laughs> That's what drives me crazy. I'm fine with the fine. But the level of fine, I mean, okay, I agree that the fine's effed up, right? But rules are rules. They have to be followed. I, but the monetary yeah. value? God dang! I just wonder if this was a rule that kind of lingered, right? That's been a rule for a while, and then it's kind of outdated. And then because of... That's kind of my hope. But it's still bullshit. It's still absolute bullshit. It just it just baffles me that the fact that the OL Reign and Gotham had, you know, was fined less. Your player safety, the safety of your players, it, it, you know, in that regard means less than a charter flight. Look, monetary value in its own, in, in, in retail, dude, in consumerism, all right? They are saying that a charter flight, ooh, is a nice Viking range. A little decor oven, nice special order merchandise. You gotta, you gotta reach out to get it. You know what misconduct is? Frigidaire, Frigidaire. If you guys are applying, I'm an appliance dork, dude. I gotta die. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. I'm trying to follow along, buddy. And I'm sorry, everyone that has a Frigidaire right now is like, what's he, ta- what's he talking about? Is that, is that a bad one? <laughs> this is what happens when you get morning Dan starts going off on appliances. I'm off. I'm off the rails, bro. I had a little explosive cardio this morning. I'm a little woozy. It just and what makes me so. First of all, what are they going to do with that fifty-five grand? What are they going to do with it? Did you already say that this was not supposed to be public? No, I have not said that. So this was supposed to be hush hush. This was not made. This was not supposed to be made public, but because of. The reporting of Meg Lenahan and the Athletic, she absolutely deserve, deserves credit. She crushes it at her at her job. She reported it, 
and then it's blown up since. It was not initially supposed to be public. And what what makes me what makes it uh, interesting is that you know the team in a statement to the athletic said this decision was made to protect the health and safety of our players. The fact that they were asked for a statement and they gave one really told me that they were pissed off with this decision, right? They gave a team statement to the athletic about, about this fine. So that just tells me they absolutely don't agree with it. If they did, they probably would just say no comment or something like that. Right. Yeah, they gave a statement. I, they're probably happy to pay the fine. They're probably like, okay, whatever. We're building a, a huge freaking stadium uh, worth millions of dollars. I think we can shell out 55 K which is bullshit, but we'll do it. Well, it, and it puts Kansas City at a disadvantage, you know, just due to the flights, right? If you're LA, you could fly anywhere. If you're Houston, you could probably fly anywhere because of your hubs, right? Chicago, you could go anywhere. Like, they're major airline hubs. Kansas City, we're slowly becoming one, more so because of our airport. But we don't have the flight options that everybody else does. So we are at, at a disadvantage there. And by the way, I don't care if, if this could have been LA. It could have been any team, and I would have had the same opinion. It's bullshit. It should not be fine for a charter flight. We want to move the league forward. Uh, The WNBA had a huge thing about chartered flights, right? I mean, they had a huge thing about chartered flights, and and they absolutely deserve it. How can you move the league forward? How can you attract outside talent when you won't do something as simple as a charter flight that's not even on your dime? They are not paying for it. The team is. It just it makes the league look bad, and everybody on Twitter is bashing the league, and rightfully so. Look, these players though, when they got on the flight, they were probably like, "This is nice." <laughs> they were probably, "Whoa, oh, look at his leg room! Oh shit!" <laughs> yeah, it, not uh, babies, not having to wait. I mean, yeah. Well, I don't gotta wait for my boarding group. This is whoa. This is, feel these chairs, you guys. <laughs> Leaning back like leather. Yeah. Hold on. When I recline, does that bother you? It doesn't. Oh my god! And there's a, there's an airport right up in North Kansas City, right? I don't know if that's where they flew out of. I can't speak to that, but they do have a private airport right there, which is not too far from the stadium, not too far from their training facility. How beautiful would that be if they actually were allowed to permanently take chartered flights? Like, I mean, dude, what's what's stopping the league from? allowing that i mean is it a it's a salary cap issue like uh an allocated money situation like because i think if it i don't know shit about this okay i'm just gonna preface that i don't know shit but if they want to spend the money to charter a flight and it doesn't affect anyone then do it someone more smart and financial than me probably knows that it affects league money or spending or some shit i i don't think it has to do with the cap i think it just has to do with the kansas city current team or ownership group spending 50 or whatever it costs to charter a flight. I don't know. Um, but I think it's just out of their pocket, but I don't think it affects the cap. Uh, so then what's the reason for the fine? Then? Tell me that. What is the, just, just because you can't do that. They want them to fly public ship. I don't know if it's a mechanism to not give a team a competitive, competitive advantage over others. I don't know. I, I don't know why. I don't know if it's an old rule that just never got updated over time. I, it's 
it's absolutely silly. I, I imagine okay. they're going to talk to the league about that and hopefully get rid of that stupid ass rule. And how about you? How about you stop uh, having 17 owners on Angel City that could potentially pull in new players to give them a competitive advantage because they want to go play for these star players turned owners? Oh, I, there I was. No, no. So when Angel City became a team, I don't know if it's still that way, but there was a thing where players got a percentage of season ticket purchases or some weird thing. I don't know if that was a thing that was proposed. So how was that some type, uh, not a competitive advantage, but something like this could be considered one? Good point. They do. It was in that documentary they talked about how their players get some money off ticket sales. So you can't tell me a player wouldn't want to go to a team like L.A. that has a higher population that could have more potential income from said ticket sale policy. I I don't know. I don't know. But like it it just this is just something that it makes the league look stupid and they're taking a big L on this one. And I think they need to do something quickly to, to corral the public opinion on this one. And I think by either donating that fine and changing the rules. If they donated that 55 grand to Maui for re- disaster relief and then changed the rule, I-, I think that would look great, but they look like idiots right now. Yeah, I mean, people will forget about it in two weeks. I mean, it'll hit the, it'll leave the news cycle and it is what it is. So <laughs> that's probably pretty sad. Uh, cool. Hey, everybody, stay right there because we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Break it! Thanks for listening to KC Sports Network. Make sure you download our new app. Find it on the App Store or Google Play. Just search KC Sports Network. What's up, bro? <laughs> you like to spend a long time. You like the three lines on my shirt here? We're going going to the finals, baby. Mate, I, I'm i not going to lie. I was going for Australia. Oh, I, I was too, honestly, because okay. I think it's cool for a host nation uh, to have such a story. They weren't the highest ranked team in this tournament. We all know who was and lost. Uh but for Australia to uh, make it as far as they did. And I watched that Disney Plus docuseries, so I was kind of like invested in them and their players and their coaches and their stories. Would have been cool, but Sam Kerr didn't play for a majority of the tournament, and then she comes back and they they lose. (laughs) Although she had a laser of a goal, man. I I actually watched the game. She had a a laser of a goal. And then then England turned around and was like, eh, we got to go back up. Yeah, and then there was a couple moments where Kerr had a really good opportunity. It, it was uh, 2-1. She had a, two really good looks in the box and just couldn't put it on frame. And then England hit him with a counter and then went up 3-1. So it was one of those things where if she had put that at the back of the net, the game probably would have changed completely. But Man, you got up early. I was up, uh, I think we caught the last 15, 20 minutes of it. So Okay. That's wild. It was fun, though. It was a fun game. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Um, man, some NWSL news. The the league and the Players Association are heading to arbitration this month over the particulars of free agency. So, legal people, if you know what arbitration is, let me know. But, uh, <laughs> no, I think, what are they doing? Discussions about how free agency? Yeah. What arbitration mean? Yeah, and I don't know if it's over like you know the options, like a team option, player option. I don't know if it's over who's available for free agency, 
Um, but I, if I remember correctly, the last time they were in arbitration, the Players Association actually won. Um, so that gave more players access to free agency. I don't know the particulars of, of what this one is about. Um, but, you know, the fact that they're they're heading to arbitration, I don't know if that's good or bad. I mean, there's not any holdout or anything like that. But the fact that, you know, I thought this was settled in their, their CBA, but yeah. not. So... We'll keep an eye on that, see what happens. Uh, the being is back in training. She wasn't injured or anything, just returned from the World Cup, took some time off probably to rest her legs. But uh, I highly expect to see her this weekend, I would assume, which is nice. Uh, and, and what's also nice is it's not like she hasn't been playing meaningful soccer. She's right. been playing soccer at the highest level, presumably. So uh, we'll, we'll greatly benefit from her return. Absolutely. We missed her. Yeah. Claire Lavage, Claire Lavage is doing more um, in practice, more training, yep. getting getting closer, getting better. Uh, dude, we're getting people some people back here, right? Hannah Glass and Desiree Scott doing some stuff on the side. Okay. Little steps. Uh, DiBernardo. Wow. Have we forgotten about her yet? Because it's been forever doing some passing drills, but still coming back from concussion with Morgan Gatra. Jesus, I this is crazy. I, I don't get it. Uh, Lauren and Balasager are currently waiting for visas to join the current? That sucks. It does. Jesus. I, I, I kind of assume that stuff gets done uh, right away, but we've heard stories over and over that's like, nah, still... That player's still waiting to come to the country, you know? And it's like, what the hell? Okay. Well, a lot of these happened, like, right, either right before the World Cup or during the World Cup. So yeah. I, I don't know the time frame it takes, but you're right, though. Like, I I, I wish they could have got this thing sorted a little earlier because they'd be back, you know, they'd be with the team right now. But. Well, every game matters, okay? It's not like, like, it's not like they wouldn't help us if they if they played Friday. Like, we'll, right. we'll take them. It'd be nice to have that depth, the rotation, get them in there. Um, because playoffs are looming. Season's over, half over. Uh, so our playoff picture, buddy, not good. Rough. Not good. We're, it's we're in trouble. So how many games How many games remaining? Seven. Okay. You got seven remaining. And in case you haven't been following, we are last. Currently 12th place. With 15 points with a goal differential of minus nine. So I don't think we can rely on, on a goal difference to squeak us through. I think we gotta we gotta get the points outright. Oh, 100 percent Um, you know, you wrote in here in our notes, um, are we optimistic or pessimistic? Choose, choose your own choose your own adventure. Which one are you? Choose, choose your path. I'm buddy, I'm very pessimistic. They they would have to really go lights out. And and do something special here, because they've just lost, they've lost step with the pack. Everyone's moving up, we keep moving down. It's just, it's not going to be easy. Is it impossible? Absolutely not. We've got, you know, we've got, uh, uh, you've got numbers. You brought in calculations. Yeah, last night. Tell me, I tell me your science. Tell me your math. So essentially, we got to look at this as it's a playoff game. Every regular season is a playoff game. And I did some math, right? 
And I and I, I calculated, I looked at where we were, games remaining, and then I looked the last three seasons and what teams made the very last playoff spot, who they were, and how many points they needed to get there. So a little bit of history. 2019, the last team to make the playoffs with 34 points was, you might have heard of them, the Utah Royals. Last playoff spot, 34 points in 2019. I didn't do anything with 2020 because of COVID. But 2021, North Carolina made it with 33 points. And last year, Chicago was the last team in with 33 points. So I did a couple calculations with the last, uh, the playoff line being 33 points and 34 points. So, you know, we'll, we'll kind of see there. Uh, current has 15 points with seven games remaining. So if we're going to, we're going to be pessimistic and and let's say we need 34 points to make the playoffs, right? That means we need 19 points off of seven games. Now, you might ask, how many points per game do we need to reach that 34-point playoff line? Yeah, two by them by seven, right? Yep, 2.71 points per game we need to make the playoffs if we're looking at a 34-point playoff line. So we essentially have to win out. Now, I mean, or or win six and, and and you know, lose one or something. You know what I mean? To yeah. choose, your, choose your science. Eh? And, you know, we talked about this a little earlier. Anything could happen, right? The last two teams could, could go on a terrible losing bender, which let's hope, and it could give us some wiggle room. But uh, you got to root for everyone else to lose. You got to, and if everyone else lose, if there's teams above you that that you could catch up, you kind of got to root for a draw. You kind of got to hope they both drop points, right? Yep. And you know that was with 34 points. And if if we're gonna be a little optimistic and let's say 33 is a playoff line, then we need 2.57 points per per game, which is still not great, buddy. Because if we lose this game. We essentially have to win out, regardless. Oh boy! Well, it starts Friday. Yeah, it starts Friday, and if it if it starts with a loss, it just gets harder, my friend. Uh, you know, you start putting all your stock into Challenge Cup, then, right? Yep. So if if we lose if we lose one game, it's going to be really we have to basically win out. If we lose two, then it's we're not mathematically eliminated, but the math is just not really there. But right. This is all dependent on other results. Yeah, and we'll keep track of this throughout the season because I was I was digging this. I was I was actually enjoying myself putting this together. Hey, so look at that. We'll have a little fun. I was. We'll, we'll keep track as the, as the the season goes on. We'll we'll talk more about the math behind it. But that's that's where we're at, by the way. Love it. Not great. Well, uh, well, we got that game this Friday. OL rank seven p.m. There it is for uh. uh Oh my God! What's it called? W- women's, uh, women's, the women's something, right? Is it women's, women's pronunciation? We're not doing it justice. That is not what it's called. Let me look it up. I'm gonna look it up real quick because we're butchering it. And we look silly. We're butchering it. You look it up. Uh, it's you know 7 p.m. and we're we're trying to pack the park, man. Pretty exciting. Ah, uh, I got it. Inspiring Women Night. Inspiring Women Night. Cool. So Inspiring Women Night. Um, we're gonna take. Goddamn, I've been told to take a break. I don't even have. A, I don't even have a natural, a natural way to do Just it. Give us a finger point. Give us. I don't have a natural. Ready? Right back. We're, we're gonna take a break. 
Thanks for listening to KC Sports Network. Make sure you download our new app. Find it on the App Store or Google Play. Just search KC Sports Network. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And we're back. He gotcha. He gotcha. He caught you. I, I, oh, man. Sometimes this, this podcast life is rough, bro. Trying to make those transitions. Uh, Seven o'clock. We, they, they've sold 11,500 tickets and counting. Is that and right? Counting. That is correct. So this, the park will exceed well it won't the park is bigger than that but they will potentially break their sellout or their their ticket record that they've set for themselves potentially potentially interesting and that's cool kansas city surrounding cities they're showing up on a friday night which doesn't always happen man sometimes those friday games are hard for everyone to get to so it's not a ton of people um i'm excited about it i'm sad to miss it uh, I I'm, I hope you have a good time. Hopefully, uh, I you know the current had the luck with you gone that they did with me gone because they basically won out when I missed games. So hopefully they can do the same. Well, you're returning though, so it's gonna be bad. <laughs> uh, dude, OL Rain is two and two and one in their last regular season game, five in the last five regular season games with. The national team players. All right, um, they are they're what fourth place? Fourth place with twenty four points. You did wrote uh, you wrote third place. You wrote with oh, a four four R D place, but uh, confused. Yeah, I initially put third, and then I, I changed it. So yeah, changed it. Uh, what sucks 
is that the U.S. national team is not in the World Cup anymore. So similar to Dabinia returning to Kansas City, they're going to have players returning for them. Rose Lavelle, Megan Rapino. have you heard of these women? They're pretty good. Alana Cook, national team defender, uh, you know, one of the best crossers in the league, Sofia Huerta, and then Quinn, who played for Canada. I mean, that's... It's going to be bad. That's a starting lineup. These players, those players on the rain are going to be pissed and wanting to play soccer. Well, we have one player that's pissed as well, uh, a little Brazilian badass named Abinha, who's probably a little pissed also. So I expect to see a pretty big fight. Uh, I, I expect to see it, see some fast-paced soccer, man. Someone, one of the teams trying to get in on the scoreboard early. I don't expect O.L. Reign to come in and, and sit back and make it a boring game, um, which if they were smart, they would, because that would frustrate the shit out of us. You know, why Why wouldn't you? I mean, that's just not in team's nature, right? Like some teams go in and like, ah, right, we're going to park the bus. We don't need to win this game. And that's where O.L. Reign is. We don't need to beat the last team in the league. This isn't a crucial game. So let's just go have fun. Yeah, you know, it's crazy to me how close this, the, all the teams are, you know, for a potential playoff push. So we're six points behind, right? North Carolina in first place, they're five points ahead of the current playoff line. And OL Rain are only three points ahead. Like, I mean, it's crazy. It's chaos. Anything could happen with, with this regular season right now. You know, I wonder if, if OL are going to, you know, look at this game as let's, let's see how we get back in form. Let's get everybody reintegrated. Or if they're only like, you know, hey, we're three points above this line. We got to get our shit together. It, it's just going to be interesting to see how both teams come out. Like like you mentioned, man, these players are pissed. Yeah. You know, Brazil never thought they would go, go out, you know, in the group stages. The U.S. never thought they would go out in the round of 16. They're pissed. They want to come back and they, you know, I'm really curious to see how they respond, right? How does Dabinia respond? How the U.S.? you know, players respond. And it, I think it's going to be a wild game in front of a hell of a crowd. I mean, it should be. Uh, they're, they're, dude, Huerta and Rapino are great crossers. Uh, Rapino doesn't really get starting minutes all that much. But uh, when she comes in, she's firing them into the box. Corner kicks galore. Um, we need to keep them from having corner kicks. You know, let's, and, and you start that by keeping them out of our box. You know, just just eliminate that danger factor, man. Rose Lavelle's so explosive uh, uh, on the ball as well. Just fast, dude. Just long legs. Just strong on that ball. So I'm I'm a little nervous. Oil Rain, usually pretty good. So I, 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 I'm not confident at all. Their attack is a little bit like pick your poison because... Rapino and Huerta, like you mentioned, man, their crosses are best, some of the best in the league. Rapino, if I was look, I was looking at a number of their stats last night. I think she's like she might have been first, but she's top three in assists for ninety minutes. So she's incredibly effective, even with some of her limited minutes. Um, but they're so good at crossing the ball in the box, and they have the highest percent of uh, aerial duels won. So you know they're going to be a danger with those crosses. And it, you know, like you mentioned, Rose Lavelle, it's it's pick your poison. Do you want to shut down the outside and make them funnel their attack through the middle with Rose Lavelle, which is not a great thing, 
or do you want to force them to to spread out their attack out wide and try and defend those crosses the best you can? It's going to be tough. And the OL are gritty on the road. They're what? They only have six goals for, but six against. They have a zero goal diff on the road, which is crazy. So they're tough, man. They're they're tough. They they're a great coach, experienced team. I I kind of wish this this was not our first game back. Um, but uh, can't can't fret over it. As we said earlier, meet all the points. It's a playoff Just, game, man. Yeah, need to dig in. Treat every game as, as the last one because <laughs> it's the uh, you you dug yourself a hole. Yeah, you, you messed up and you dug a hole this year. Uh, you had to go. You had to go get concussed, ladies. No. <laughs> Bad deal. Yeah. It, you know, our center back situation, I think, at the beginning of the year was really what put us in a hole, right? Yeah. We remedied that. You could argue too little too late, but, you know, next year we definitely fix that situation. So my, my hope is that we haven't had too much time off and they can get back into that rhythm that they ended the Challenge Cup with. That Kristen right. Hamilton get, can get back to scoring two, three goals a game. Michelle Cooper being her beast of a, of a person. Uh, it, it'll be interesting. Excited to watch uh, the replay afterwards. So, uh, dude, you put you in, you put a coaching question in here. Do you make a coaching change now, or finish out the season? Are are we worried that uh, Carolyn Hueblum is gonna? Is going to be like let go mid-season here? No, I I think she's going to be with the current regardless. You know, she was an interim. I just really wonder if it's tough though because the Challenge Cup, right? We're playing for something. We're playing something for something very meaningful. Do you sure. want to mess with that? Do you want to get out of there? She got in there. Absolutely, she absolutely got in there. But also, if you make a coaching change, you can see how that change plays out throughout the end of the year, right? Do you make a change now? And, and, you know, do you try to bring somebody like Vladko? Do you try to bring in a European manager? Um, you know, what do you do? Or just let it play out? I, I don't know what the question is, but all year long, we kind of wondered, would she finish the season? Would she, you know, would there be a coaching change throughout the season? It just kind of makes me wonder, since the World Cup is coming to an end, um, kind of what we might think about doing. It, I, I don't know. I don't know what we do. I don't want it to affect what we've done with the Challenge Cup, though. I like what we've done. I don't think you should, you know, make any changes there. But in terms of bringing somebody in for the regular season, at the end, I'm sorry, the regular season, if we can't make the playoffs, right, if we're mathematically eliminated, um, do we try to do something just to see how, you know, a new coach could change um, kind of the end of the year, if that makes sense. I think they let her finish the season because, uh, especially if she goes on some magical run with this team and gets squeezes them into the playoffs at the end. Yeah, like it's not impossible. Not impossible. Very tough games coming up. Every team's tough in their own way. So, um, we'll see, man. We'll see. Uh, we had a World Cup section inserted here at the end. We kind of touched on that throughout this episode, uh, but the finals are set. It is Spain versus England, uh, mates versus conquistadors, if you will. Um, I just pulled that out of my ass. I have no idea. So. <laughs> uh, what do we? What are we thinking here? I mean, it, 
ranking wise, isn't England a higher ranked team? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're higher ranked. I I mean, first and foremost, I couldn't cheer for Sweden, man. They knocked us out. I couldn't cheer for them. Mm. Um, even though, you know, they beat us. And you know, a lot of times you want to see the team that beat you win because it justifies your loss, right? Like we got beat by the champs. That's what uh, I was telling Jimmy the other week. Absolutely. And, you know, I will say Sweden was so classy in their win against the U.S. They def- they defended the U.S. women and all the criticism. So I, I love that. Um, Do- Quick side note. In March Madness, when KU loses, I say win because it inevitably happens sometimes, sometimes earlier than we'd like. Do you then turn and root for that team, even if it, even if it's someone like K State? Oh, if it's K State, definitely not. Um, what if it's what if it's Bucknell? It has to or, be a, or Bradley. You remember those B names? Uh or uh oh, who was it? Northern Iowa. Am I? Is that correct? Yeah, Northern uh, Iowa. Ali Farouk, Farouk Manesh broke my heart with that three. Uh, Northern hey. Iowa. There we go. Anyone Thanks. can beat it in college basketball. It's 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 it's, it's the parity so high in that tournament, dude. It's, it's uh, crazy. I I to me it just depends who the team is. To be honest, if they're a good classy team and and you okay. know then then I think so. I just I think what bothers me about Sweden is we were the better team but just couldn't finish and then we messed up in the PKs. That's what bothers me. Nick got to put us on uh, rock chalk talk here. We're uh, do it. <laughs> Put us on his radio show. I'm sure he wants <laughs> us nowhere near that show. No, no, that show. Well, he does it for half a day every day. So that's a, yeah, Rock Chalk Sports Talk. There you go. Shout out. Yep. Listen, uh, listen if you're a KU fan. But I tell you, uh, I think England's got it. I mean, I think they're going to, I think it's coming home, as they say, right? You know, I don't know, man. Spain, Spain has been fun to watch. They possess really well what, Spanish team doesn't right like all of Spain like they just possess the ball that's what they're they're bred to do um they're so fun to watch though man uh you know and they got their star uh star player back I'm sorry I'm just looking at the the playoff bracket and kind of what what they've done um you know I think Spain's won their games Spain looked good in their victories they look like they should be the winning team um, England, there's times when they, you know, they didn't look like the winning team on the field, but they, they won, um, you know, Nigeria, they have till Sunday to shape that up. You know, I mean, yeah. anything could happen. Like you said, it's a tournament. Anything could happen, especially in soccer where all it takes is just one bad deflection. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I'm personally going for Spain. Um, I don't know. I, I'm just, I just hope for a good, exciting game and it's going to be at 5 a.m. by the way. On Sunday, I think. There is. There is. Uh, big props to people getting up for these games. I've seen, I, you know, I woke up later and I see all these posts, all these tweets and stuff. Uh, are they still are they still called tweets or are they called X's? I don't know. I don't know. Fuck, fucked up app now, but whatever. <laughs> uh, it just makes me feel, it, it makes me feel like I'm going to buy shoes from StockX. Like the the app icon and stuff, kind of. I don't know. Everything everything special about Twitter. They just made everything generic now. It's yeah. Generic a post, like an X post. I don't yeah. know if that's what it's called, but you got to repost instead of retweet. I, retweet was great. It was I different. It. it had a it had a branding to it. I don't know. Oh well, 
we we're still on there though for the for the sports for the sports. <laughs> well, dude, yeah, five a.m. Sunday World Cup, seven p.m. this Friday, Kansas City Current, packed park, uh, Ode to Women Night. What was it called? God damn it! It's oh, Inspiring Women Night. Inspiring Women Night. Ode to Women is also a great theme. That that sounds awesome. <laughs> yeah. I'm excited, man. Playoff push starts now for the regular season. So Start every, every game is a playoff game. Yeah. Okay. What are you thinking? Anything else? Nothing else. Uh, I'm just trying to get that win, man, in front of 11,500 people and counting. And be a, a rabid atmosphere. I'm excited. Excited. Yeah. Excited for you to experience that. That would be a blast. Um, cool. Well, we're going to piss off then. Uh, Thank you guys so much for listening uh, every week. And we'll, uh, you know, feel free to follow us on Twitter. Son of a bitch. It's Twitter to me. I uh, uh, know the pod at Dan Coozer at Chris Wright 21, I guess. Uh, if you want to uh, send us an email, know the pod at gmail.com. People do it. People, uh, Some people ask us not to read it. So it stays in our hearts. You know, I, I forward you the nice stuff. That they say makes you feel good, right? I love it. It makes me, uh, it's nice to connect with people and it gives me purpose. There you go. More of a purpose. Make us feel good. Give Chris purpose. Uh, Give me purpose. (laughs) Uh, Anyways, thank you so much, guys. We will talk to you next week and we love you. Smushes. Thank you for listening to KC Sports Network. We appreciate your support. Don't forget to hit that follow button and leave us a review if you like what you heard. You can find all six of our channels covering the Chiefs, Royals, Sporting KC, and the KC Current, plus KU, K-State, or Mizzou by searching KCSN wherever you listen to podcasts. We're also on YouTube. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network.